0: Exit.
1: Let me.
0: Exit. Let me. Exit.
1: Let me.
0: Exit. Exit. Let's just get on with it, Matt says. What, what's wrong with that? Makes you sound like you're having a bad time.
1: What Matt are you having a oh. bad time? No no, I'm not having a bad time. I did spend most of my day today just like being a male wife, so
0: Hell yeah. That's my um, that's my number one dream in life, I think. Yeah, just cook and clean and uh Not even joking, that would be incredible. If I could have a lady breadwinner,
1: well, that's kind of my situation right now. I won't get into that, though. Welcome back to ex <laughs> um, Okay. <laughs> I made shepherd's pie today. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, I love shepherd's pie because it's a very simple meal to make, um, and it's not one that requires you to like, have a like, large time commitment. You just boil your potatoes, mm. you mash them up, yeah. you, cook your, you cook your meat with your veg, and oh, then yeah, you but... slap it all together. Um, I don't know, really I like shepherd's pie, but... That's fucked off, Freeman.
0: I don't care for mashed potatoes. Really? Yeah. And anything boiled? I don't, haven't eaten anything boiled in years because um, we don't live in the fucking medieval times anymore. Okay, okay. Well, it's <laughs> like you... <sighs> why, why do people boil anything anymore? That was like the only method of making sure your food didn't have... Boiling water
1: is the basis of our society. Thank you very much. Yeah, we
0: don't need it anymore.
1: We do. It's the what do you think nuclear energy is?
0: Boiling water.
1: Yeah! That's we do need it. We do need to boil water.
0: It's kind of important. You ever had a Um, boiled
1: hot dog? Oh, that shit
0: is rank. I used to only eat a hot dog if it was boiled when I was a kid, and I wouldn't put any condiments on it. Uh, a a a bland a, a an untouched boiled probably not FDA approved hot dog on a white
1: bread bun. Freeman only likes uh, his wieners raw and. Uh... only if it's with some white buns to go along with it
0: excuse me i prefer them to be boiled in water i haven't eaten (laughs) a boiled hot dog since i was probably seven and i have been a better person since then
1: i think the stat is like every hot dog that you eat takes about 35 minutes off your life don't cite me on that but it's it's something like that yeah so you're you're better for it
0: i i i remember reading a study about steak there's a specific thing about steak a specific like kind of uh like like it's like an hour or something for like a a, like a proper steak and it's like all right
1: that's crazy well that's good because i don't really like steak all that much that's crazy
0: okay here's the question if you were gonna have a steak what is your preparation
1: medium rare yeah that's right baby i'm as basic as it gets that's how
0: you do i'm 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 See, I'm one of the assholes who's like, okay, so there's medium and there's medium rare. Put me in between that.
1: Oh, you're one of those medium sort of rare kind of people. Yeah.
0: Fuck. I want it pink on
1: most of the inside. Lady. See, well, that's the thing because that's what I never... Like I'll eat a steak if I'm somewhere and they're making it, but I will never ever order that shit and I will never ever make that for myself. Because You'll never make is, a steak for yourself? Hell no.
0: Not even a pan fried little Little baby steak?
1: Just some rib like some, some ribs or something, but I don't do ribs. I just beef most beef Matt's done, got some beef. I've got beef with beef, man. It le, just Le boeuf? Le bœuf, oui. Si vous m'invitez à parler en français sur le podcast, moi je vais faire. Donc, alright All right, we're <laughs> going we're to we're tone it down and... <laughs> language, Matt, language. Pardon my French. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think I, like... Actually, I was talking to, to someone earlier today. I was interviewing a, a food policy specialist and uh, researcher and i was telling like we were going back and forth and she was telling me about like the societal implications of diet like and not just like oh well you live in a big city so you have a more quote-unquote urban diet but like in your day-to-day life what are you surrounded by and how does that influence you based on your finances and what you actually put into your body um and the at, at one point i just brought up i was like yeah i think there was like a point in my life where i ate a burger with like an impossible meat patty on it and then i stopped eating beef after that and she like started beaming really yeah i think i've had an impossible whatever you call
0: them burger once and i don't remember what it tasted like
1: well see that's i i just the first time i had it i was so like wow this is not meat i can't believe it's not butter well, because before then, beef doesn't agree with me. I have irritable bowel syndrome, and because uh, of that, a lot of red meat is really, really, really hard on my stomach. Pork see, that's, can be f- that's very
0: unfortunate, because red meat is, like, the
1: best kind. I know, when it comes to its versatility in the kitchen, there's really, like, you can't fuck with it. And it's nummy. It is, but... I've been fine replacing, you know, my ground beef with turkey. I've been fine replacing my people got to people got to stop sleeping on uh, turkey. Turkey is
0: fucking turkey. I, I will say turkey by itself, not great, but turkey substitute like ground turkey or yep. my favorite. I as a yep. kid, instead of having regular bacon, we had turkey bacon. I think because it was cheaper at the time or whatever. And I fucking love turkey
1: bacon. Give and me turkey even, bacon,
0: and I'll like y- you I'm were over talking the moon. about.
1: You were talking about hot dogs earlier. Turkey hot dogs, never turkey had. Franks, it. never tried it. Superior, superior in every way. I believe you. I'm sure because, they are. And yeah, like, turkey bacon. I think that shit is better. It is it's better than bacon. Awesome. It's not as it's not as fatty and greasy it and is bigger. Yeah, and it's got it's got real nice flavor to it. You know what? Fucking two thumbs up for turkey. Two thumbs in a turkey from matt to you um i i just yeah i I beef has never sat well with me and so as soon as i realized that you know if i really 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 desperately wanted that flavor there was a way that i could get it without harming myself i was like yeah i'm gonna opt for that even though unfortunately a lot of these like plant-based uh meat companies are really struggling in terms of their performance and you know, like vegans already settled in with tofu. You know, they're not, they're not about it. So yeah. it's, it's a product for people like me that do enjoy meat, uh, trying to be conscious about the consumption of it. And then on top of that, uh, but so it's like, where, where's the, where's the consumer line for it? And it's like, it's just me. It's a very
0: niche audience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember, uh, well, I just heard, cause, uh, shout out to my, wonderful mother who currently works at a and w uh, and they just had a recall on a bunch of um uh the beyond meat burgers because it was uh it was a they had a bad batch
1: oh just just the batch yeah i was gonna so, say because it's the a and w uh impossible burger that turned me on to all of it they they, they have the best one well yeah they
0: were the ones who I don't want to say pioneered, but they were the ones who it was like, they, they heavily publicized yeah, it. They were, yeah, they were the first fast
1: food company to really be like,
0: Hey, they leaned this- into the no steroids and, and no additives and all that jazz.
1: Yeah. And I think that that shit is awesome. I love, I love that as a fast food burger, because it doesn't make me feel like shit. Mm. It's not that much more expensive than the regular burger and it still tastes really damn good. And on top of all of that, it's really good for the environment comparatively. Whoa! Yeah, beef is terrible. Uh, cow.
0: Oh, products? I know. Cows are cows are the the biggest menace on society.
1: <laughs> Fuck those guys. That's why I eat them daily. Yeah, you're trying to reduce the amount of cow on planet Earth. So yeah, that but then they less. just keep making more of them it's like uh it's like a shitty mobile game where you have to keep upgrading by eating more beef cow clicker (laughs) i'd play that
0: honestly a reskin version of cookie clicker that's just like like beef based
1: i would absolutely play that i've i was always really impartial i i never got into any other clicker games uh i've never gotten into clicker games because i know they'll take my life away there was there was three that I tried and only one of them stuck because I tried, um, I tried motherfucking cookie clicker and I got, I just hated it from the get go. I tried Adventure Capitalist, um, and then I just, that was one of those ones where, you know, after about two days of playing, the progress gets really slow and so they either hit you with ads or microtransactions to speed things up. Yeah. And then, I shouldn't be surprised. It's a game called Adventure Capitalist. Like, fuck. What, what, what was I expecting? Honestly. And then I tried Egg Inc. You have my which interest? is a game about you as a, like, like, omnipresent deity farmer. Uh, and your job is to get all your little chickens into their coops, you upgrade the coops, you upgrade the 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 rate at which the chickens hatch, and you upgrade the rate at which your eggs are shipped off. But the thing is, after about mm, I don't know, like a good if you put a good hour into this thing, then you'll be ready to upgrade. So you start with just food eggs, and then you go to uh, they're, 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 they have like newspapers coming out, so there's like a bit of a plot going along with it okay. that's like. Uh researchers have found a new possible medi egg, and then it's like, okay, let's start producing these medical eggs, and those are like worth a lot more. So you just keep upgrading like that. Um, so you like you completely scrap your old farm, go to a new one, but you're producing these uh these little egg these medical eggs now, and it gets it gets absurd, and I love it. It gets to the point where you're making quantum eggs that are fuel for the new spaceships and Hell yeah the the transport trucks that come to get your uh eggs are like hyperloop trains and on top of all of that it finds a good way to um you know give you these uh like progress boosts that you actually need where it's like oh well i right now need 20 trillion dollars to upgrade something but i don't i i like it'll take me a full day to get that Yeah. Um, But what they'll do is they'll throw, like... It's so cute. They throw these little, like, uh, quadcopters across the screen, and you have to tap them and shoot them out of the air like a regular farmer. Um, And some of them go really slow, some of them go really fast, but it's a a cool way because a lot of those games, you know, they're idle games, so you're not supposed to pay attention. So I think that's a genuinely like interesting way to... uh, make an idle game something that's more engaging and interesting because then it's a test of your reflexes then it's just a game yeah i know it's like you've actually made a game of this so i that's that's fucking crazy huge shout out to egg inc for having an awesome visual style being super cheeky and silly not taking itself too seriously and actually being a well-made clicker game i don't endorse it
0: because i i haven't played it yet and probably won't because I don't really like cookie clicker games, but you've got one positive review, so, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I think if, you, if you're listening to this and you're looking for something to play on your mobile device uh, and kill a little bit of time while you're working your soulless retail job, it, it'll do the job. Um, something that you can't play on your mobile device, though, is Outer Wilds, which is a game that what I a, have...
0: What a segue, Matthew. You always kill it with these... Killer segues that just kill me, kill me,
1: kill Is me. Is this your segue into I should, I should kill you. Is this what you're How,
0: going for. Listen, if there's one thing I'm known for, it's am I a sleeper agent? Subtlety.
1: <laughs> I've been playing Outer Wilds uh, for the last three days, and. I've heard people really,
0: really like this game, and I, yeah. don't, I don't know anything about it other than the only people who talk about it
1: are people who fucking love it, so it must be pretty cool. And here's the thing, I don't want to spoil very much about the game. I think uh, if I'm talking about anything, I'll talk about things that happen within the first 20 minutes, because otherwise I'd be doing a disservice because this is a mystery game. Ooh. Um, and you wouldn't know that from the title or any of the key art. It's... It looks big. It's a space travel game. You travel around a solar system. There have been a lot of those lately. I feel like yet, that's a
0: genre people are trying to, to make and I haven't seen one that has succeeded yet, but it, I think Outer Wilds was the first one to succeed. Well, that's
1: why I think, because you can try and make No Man's Sky where you have six billion planets. That sucks inherently. That, yeah. Outer Wilds is a concentrated single-player experience there are like five or six planets in one solar system you cannot leave that solar system Mm. so it's it's very clear-cut all of these planets are designed in a certain way that you're meant to explore them and unravel things you are a solitary explorer and your job is to go and investigate these uh these ruins left by an ancient civilization it's pretty standard by default but the cool part is that it's totally free roam so Hmm. you uncover these things as you go and then about 20 minutes into your first run the sun explodes i was about to say i'm on the wikipedia
0: page and that was the only other thing that i remembered from it from a review i watched where it was like Uh, from the Wikipedia page exactly, it says the game features the player character exploring a solar system stuck in a 22-minute time loop that ends with the star-going supernova. And that is very neat. That is very The Legend of Zelda
1: Majora's Mask for Nintendo 64. But what I think is interesting here is that there are... There's like four characters that you can interact with, you know? There's not a lot of people or relations to build, the entire time crunch aspect is related to you exploring things the outer wilds yes but that's it's so fascinating because then you know dying resets your loop which sucks Mm. but that's fine by me because then there's no real penalty for death and exploration is so so brilliantly encouraged and it's 22 minutes. You can spare another 22 minutes, probably. Exactly. But the cool thing is, everything that you discover that is new on your run gets added to, uh, like, oh, it's like a, fu- it, what's the word for, like, a cork board with a bunch of, like, red strings drawing shit together? Do you know oh, what I'm no. talking about? Oh, like, no, a, I do. Yeah, like I don't know It's if a
0: conspiracy a- theorist's-
1: yeah thing. yeah it's 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 the it's the trademark tool of the conspiracy theorist and you yeah. slowly develop a bigger and bigger web of of secrets and uh, like language stuff and uh, uh you know I like d- that different stuff that's hidden beneath the surface and much in the way that you and i both fell in love with tunic for various reasons i think that this game does a lot of those same beats where it's like you're in a world that is not understood well you must Explore to make connections in your mind of what does what you know. You'll see something, and then maybe five loops later, you'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa and then you connect it to something on another planet. Um, it is sheer brilliance because there's a lot of things. oh nope, not getting into it. Not okay. getting into it. Listen, but...
0: all, all I know is I've I've heard exclusively positive remarks, and it's the kind of game where. I wouldn't normally check it out until I heard about the gimmick and like people's
1: praise. Now, otherwise, I knew otherwise, nothing. I, yeah, I knew nothing going into this. So when I, I I knew that it was space related, that was it. So mm-hmm. the first time that that sun exploded, I was like, oh, it's 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 more. There is there is more here. Yeah, and there's there's just so much to it there's like even you'll see these planets like in throughout the 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 whole solar system and you'll be like oh well, that doesn't look that big and then you find a cave entrance and you realize i think there's some non-euclidean geometry going on in some areas here and i know it for a fact in some areas so i wouldn't be surprised if they're using some tricks to make the uh the uh, like subsurface of some planets bigger on the interior than the exterior Mm -hmm. um but beyond that it's also really fun because a lot of these planets are super tiny so you can kind of get that like mario galaxy feel to stuff where you're like you take one big jump with your jetpack and you can do a full orbit of the planet yeah i like that that. that's just that's just fucking fun the movement is awesome because you always have like full omnidirectional control because of your jetpack um which is fun because like, you can get enough boost from, like, a small planet to just leave orbit and fling yourself into space. Does, what does that accomplish? Well, nothing, but it's fun, isn't it? Okay. I fell into the sun after I did that, by the way. That's... I, I hope there's an achievement for that. There is an achievement for smashing into the sun. Nice. There is Everybody also, wants to. There's, there's, there's so many achievements that are just related to death like discovering things that's its own reward killing yourself in the first 60 seconds of a run that's that's what it's all about baby so yeah big big recommend for outer wilds i have nowhere near finished it it's the kind of thing where i don't really know how finished i am with it you know because Mm. there's probably like i could trip one more layer of this and then there's like a whole other solar system that i don't even know about right maybe there's a black hole somewhere that sucks me in and then i'm off somewhere else but as for right now i am enthralled i have spent like eight hours in the last three days just giving it and that's in between all of like the the csgo practice and stuff mm. but absolutely adoring outer wilds i think uh it won't be on sale by the time this episode comes out but it is on sale as of recording um it's like 40 percent off but like
0: games these kind of games they're always on sale all the time mm, so not I, all the time but
1: enough yeah so
0: it's well yeah it's like wait until the the winter sale the summer sales like yeah these kind I, of games w- with a game that's this highly rated people are going to be
1: like keep putting it on sale please and then they right. do and i guess to top all of that off it it really won me over in like the opening seconds with the main title because this game has a folk soundtrack despite being a space game i see you know
0: what i i see it in the visual style and i see it in i see it working really well because that kind of um it's not even a disconnect but like it's almost like you wouldn't expect it but because you don't expect it it fits that much better
1: it is the I, I think it's the crown jewel of the game, and that's no, that's to no disrespect of the rest of the game, but I just think that it's so important to if you had a bunch of like like sci-fi mystery noises going on while I was exploring all this stuff, sure it'd be cool, but it's too some, obvious. yeah, and when you're when you're going down a mysterious cave tunnel and you feel a little bit unnerved and you hear just a little guitar pluck. It it like it takes such a beautiful and and almost childlike fuck. I sound like I'm giving a TED talk approach mm-hmm. to space exploration and death. Really, it, it's saying like, sure, you may have died here, but isn't it wonderful that you got to explore all of these things? Yeah, and- I can't.
0: I can't say based on like my experience, which is none because I haven't played it yet, but like sort of characterizing uh, sound and like making that consistent sound sort of be a, a comfort to you and like a, like a not necessarily a companion but like something that you have with you I guess yeah.
1: and there are literally compa- this isn't a spoiler because you learn this in the first 20 minutes but there are, you have um, not a telescope but a, a sound scope so you can uh, pick up signals from really far away and it's depending on where you're like pointing in first person Um, Hmm. and you get told yeah there's other explorers out there so you'll like point you'll be on the starting planet and you'll point your sound scope up at a distant planet and you'll hear somebody whistling and then you point it to another planet and you hear somebody playing the drums and if you align the planets they're playing the same song hell yeah and then you start a band (laughs) and then you (laughs) fall in love it, it is at once very mysterious and engaging and you know it has those moments where I'm like spooked up mainly because there's a water planet and I don't like being in deep dark water but same um, there it, 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 there's so many moments of, of really genuine beauty that I don't think you get in uh, you know other sci-fi games and I think that's so important to have that, that little human touch to it because I think folk is such a You know, it's not—it's not a very refined genre, if I can say it that way, and you can know what I mean. Folk music will never get AI'd. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, But what does get AI'd is mech games because those are full of AI, and I was playing more Armored Core Six,
0: which another beautiful segue by the the irreplaceable Matthew last name
1: redacted (laughs) i've been playing armored core six uh i think this might be like the third time i brought it up uh on record now yeah
0: i was gonna bring up something else because you were like i don't want to talk about it because i'm not done yet Uh, well but i guess it sounds like you have something
1: to say i think i'm i have played enough of it i haven't finished it but i have played enough of it this is a very long game and FromSoft tends to make games that are like 45 plus hours despite being you know action oriented and video games are unique in that you don't
0: necessarily have to finish them to be able to review something competently unlike something like a movie like Shawshank Redemption where you you're not allowed an opinion until you've
1: watched the credits you know so I made it farther into Armored Core and I think I'm at the point where you know I'm not head over heels in love with it but I think it's cool and I think people should try it because I think this is like uh how would i put it this is the this is the demon souls of mech games in that it's made by from software and it's uh them attempting something that they haven't done in a very long time this game is very cool you get to customize your big badass robot with big badass guns and big swords and drills and shit um Let, let's bring back games being cool huh yeah, because that's Remember all when it, games were cool. That's all that this game tries to do. You know? Like you can swap out your mech legs for like tank treads and just run fuckers over. You yeah. can dual wield miniguns and just go. As you do. You can Yeah, you, you can do everything that you would expect to be able to do in a game where you play as a robot that is the size of a building. And the story is dumb. I'm, I was giving it the benefit of the doubt in my earlier uh, time playthrough, but now I'm just like, yeah, the, the story is dumb. Uh, we should stop pretending that it matters. Uh, really? I've seen a lot
0: of memes of people being like, didn't think the big mech shooter game would have me crying in
1: the club. Maybe and I, I like, need to finish it, but like I've gotten to maybe. points where I had... You know, okay. The soundtrack is amazing, and if anything would make me emotional, it would be that soundtrack because the like some boss fights, the sound, like the score that swells up while you're like fighting them. You know, they they got the dynamic score thing going on where as you chip away at the boss's health bar, it gets more and more intense, yeah. which is fantastic and works really well for a game like this. But okay, there was a point in this game where I. Uh, The mission is uh, kill this guy. Ambush him. uh, Because he's the leader of a squadron. And you go and do that and halfway through the fight, he goes hang on, hang on, pause, pause. Like a fucking six-year-old. And (laughs) if if you listen to him and you just stop for a second and you hear him out, he'll be like, okay, listen. I control, like, the trade of weapons and shit. You know that I hold the purse strings, okay? So, you let me out because I know you'll win this fight, but you let me go. Maybe I can cut you some slack. And I think and in that moment, I'm like, OK, so this is cool, because that means that, you know, if I let him go, then there's probably going to be some consequences for me because I failed the mission. But yeah. it means things will be cheaper in the shop. So I, I let him go. And then, yeah, immediately they send like some big bad bitch that's 10 times harder to fight uh, to kill me and i that took me several tries because if you if you die to the the more difficult guy then you have to fight the easy baby guy and accept his sac is not sacrifice but his surrender uh all over again and do that and I, so i had to do that like three or four times but when i finally did i was like okay great i i got like my pay docked for this mission so i didn't get any like credits or whatever but now i got uh reduced prices on it no no. Yeah. No, I didn't. Motherfucker tricked you? Yeah. And you fell for it? Well, it wasn't that the motherfucker tricked me, <laughs> it's that it wasn't for... It, that wasn't a decision that you make in order to have, like, better prices in the shop, which I thought would have been a really cool mechanic. Hmm. Instead, it's just it's related to, like, getting the good ending or, or some shit like that.
0: Oh. See, I... after After taking that video game course and learning about how like basic so many games morality systems are i almost kind of prefer games that just don't have them yeah because don't,
1: I, don't nine don't times at of ten
0: yeah nine times out of ten they're so half-baked that it's almost like an insult to the player of like you have choice and it's like no you don't no, you've never had choice i played mass
1: effect i know how this shit goes yeah that was the big
0: example where it was like fucking garbage Hey, in this ending, the sky is blue, and in this ending, the sky is red.
1: Mass Effect like, 3 is fucking ass.
0: <laughs> and so it's just like, yeah, we could do better than that. We as a species can do better than that, right?
1: You know, I think the problem is that because Mass Effect was like the first big prominent... Can I say that? Was that was that the first like big mainstream example of a game with a morality system like that? Where it's like, people will remember what you did mainstream yeah i'd say that, that's what i yeah because i want to get at what's mainstream because if it was successful then that's what's influential
0: yeah what people what people attribute like when people say mass effect they think like
1: choices they think i'm i'm shepherd and this is my favorite spot to eat on the yeah and i'm gonna fucking alien <laughs> she's a lesbian though anyway the um the problem with that sort of thing being like the popular example is that then it has to be some big grand open world game that fucking incorporates it and then we get fallout doing shit like that and then it 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 can't be incorporated into some like narrow single player thing where it's actually possible to incorporate it in an interesting way it has to be a big open world game where there's so many variables that you couldn't possibly you could not possibly have a reasonable morality system that actually acts on what the player is doing constantly yeah
0: you remember when you said after everything everywhere all at once we should just be done with multiverse movies yeah in that same vein now that tears of the kingdom is out i think we're we're done with open world games i think we can put them to rest
1: i really i really want a return to good single player stories i am begging give and me a, pleading for it give me a short game
0: give me a 10 hour game please yeah give me give me a succinct story that makes me feel something give me something that is playable in a couple of days that's that's give a, me anything that isn't a game that's gonna take my life away
1: yeah, I kind of wish that...
0: <sighs> that's why well, I always go back to playing retro games, because it's like, yeah, I'll play Super Mario Brothers. I can beat that in the afternoon, and I just had a great time.
1: Exactly, and th- that's why indie games are so much more, like, critically lauded most of the time anyway, because it's, I can actually they, play this, finish it, love it, and move on.
0: Yeah, and there's a sense of care put into it that uh, big studios are becoming more and more afraid of.
1: Dude, motherfucking Starfield. I don't want what to touch a, this what with What about a, it? I don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. I already forgot
0: about it. When you said Starfield, it just kick-started something in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah, people were talking about that, and then immediately forgot it again. I... I already don't care. You... Hold on. I'm, Google- I'm Googling Starfield right now. <laughs> Why? Starfield is the, Starfield is the latest game to be boycotted by conservatives. This oh, time it's yeah. because of pronouns. I what do you mean this time isn't that always
1: their thing? I listen, there are I you know actually I want to bring this up instead because I think I don't know if it was on Nexus Mods or if it was on a different mod hosting site, but somebody made a mod that removed the pronoun shit from uh I shouldn't say pronoun shit. That makes it sound like I don't care about it. Um, The pronoun stuff. They removed the three seconds that it takes for you to set your pronouns from the character creation menu. Mm. And that mod was taken down and met with a message from the, the website that was like, hey, fuck off. Don't do this shit. Well, it's just such a weird thing, because it's like, mods are are meant to
0: add things to games, or, uh, like, change them, and it's just like, hey, what if we made this unbelievably minor change because it goes against this weird conservative agenda? And it's just like, come on, man, you
1: got better things to do. Yeah, I don't... I know that... Because I I really like the VR shooter, hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades, and in that game... There are a whole bunch of little customizable things you can put on your guns, and some of the items are pride flags, and they come in a big variety. And I think it's really funny that one of the the most downloaded mods was like a pride remover mod, but then somebody made a pride adder, which (laughs) which (laughs) was was to add like even more of the flags from the communities. And that became even more downloaded. Hell yeah. And shout, that... out, shout, out to, shout out to gay. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out the gays, as it were. Um, and on a, a bit more of a somber and serious topic, I, I played oh. a game that Freeman recommended to <gasps> me. Uh, Jesus, man. Was that like a month ago? Probably. Um, Let's H- let's go to my Steam library and find out.
0: Called Hiftagoom, or that's you know what we'll call it that because it's a lot less depressing of a title. Um, the full title I played is it,
1: "He Fucked the Girl Out of Me." Yeah, so I played it. I last played it August seventh. So yeah, that would have been three weeks ago ish. Um, was it was
0: a bit ago, but I yeah I I, I stumbled upon this game because I was just like. On uh, backlogged, which is like the video game version of Letterboxd, for people who don't know, and like I was just like scrolling through games and like reviewers that I like, and I saw somebody that I like, a reviewer that I liked, and review this game, and it was just like this. It, it was this. The re- review was essentially a sentence where it's just like this game fucking broke me, and I was like, okay, with a title like that, I am scared but curious. And then I clicked on, I was like, oh, it's like one of those like artsy like. Uh, like message games where it's like there's not really a game here
1: but it's a story and I find those games very fascinating but I think that gamifying because when you said this was the gamification of mm-hmm. a, a trans woman's experience in the sex work industry I thought why the fuck would you gamify this and after playing yeah. it I completely Easy. get it and I think it right? is one of the most effective self like how do I say this if I wanted to convince somebody to validate sex workers and care about transgender people I am not fucking with you I would probably show them this it is it is,
0: I- in the simplest terms it is the most visceral game I've ever played because it is and the game uh, clarifies it it's like this isn't supposed to be like an all encompassing narrative and this doesn't describe everybody's experience with anything. But it was just like this is essentially an autobiographical method for me to uh like dump my trauma. Like this is this is a way for me to to um you know artistically get these thoughts out of my head. And I find that super fascinating because the game itself is free. Um and then they have like uh a um Like a DLC thing where it's just like you get like a digital postcard and it's just like a thing of like, if you want to pay for it, then buy the DLC. But it doesn't add anything to the game. Yeah. Um, And I think that that's beneficial to its message that it's like this is beyond a game for consumption. It is... It's literally, like, a a, a version of, of, like, self-therapy, of, like, working through an experience.
1: Yeah, this is really distilled art, if I can say that. Um, yeah, and, like, it's it's a short game, too, so it's, like, it doesn't... You can beat it, like, in less than an hour. You, yeah, um, it took me 35 minutes, and I think that the, the art style is, like man it looks it makes some nes games look advanced but um there's but i think that's too it's it's it
0: leans into that and it's it's partly because the person who made this was um like i don't want to say amateur but like there it's it's an individual working on it like they don't um they don't have a team to work with so it's like it is it is simplistic both in uh because it has to be and because it wants to be
1: and there's, um, there's no soundtrack it for more, either. Yeah, it, it allows
0: for a more abstract, I think, uh, experience. Specifically in how um, to represent the um, girl uh, no longer being in her body, the, the main character which you, you operate is represented by sort of a, a cartoonish uh, ghost figure.
1: Yeah, a bedsheet ghost. And I think that you know to bring it back to that point about like why was this made into a game i think that by giving the player control of a lot of this game it helps build that empathy that much more absolutely and that's okay that's
0: the word i was looking for empathy games though that's the that the genre that i was trying to describe this is this is an empathy game where it's like its goal is to elicit emotion based on player interaction and And that is yeah this it's almost perfect at it like it 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 does everything that I think it sets out to do um and it's just it's the kind of thing where it's like hey do you want to be depressed in half an hour and it's like yeah and
1: it's like boy have I got a game for you I also like that it it moves like a bad dream you know like things you get these vignettes of experiences that she's had and they, they come in and out in really, yeah, dreamlike ways, where some of them don't have a full conclusion or have a, a, pro- a proper beginning, you just kind of start somewhere. Um, yeah, and I was initially
0: lost about that until I got towards the end, I believe, because again, it's been I, I haven't played this since I I first played it. Um, but I believe they they talk about how it's like a, um, uh, the memory, the game as it's presented is not entirely truth. It is. Fragments of memories because the trauma induced uh caused like a memory wipe or like a memory um fragmentation um and i can account to that that uh trauma does in fact block out your memories sometimes yeah. and so to have a story in which you are experiencing not what happened but what the creator who like who is in the game who has supplanted themselves in the game what they think they remember, what they can piece together of what they believe happened, like and then is- that
1: that amateurish art style that you mentioned, you know the the way that things are composed together as as good as possible, not only from their memory but with the tools that they're using mm. it's like you know it's like the the translation is lost in translation what's that Jack Nicholson quote from Kubrick about? photographing the photograph of the reality yeah
0: it is it is very it's just i can't describe it any any more beyond it's just really good at what it sets out to do yeah you know it grabs you with an offensive sounding title it makes you curious and then it immediately hits you with like okay here is my story you're gonna play it and it's like okay and then you're in and you experience this heart-wrenching story in which you feel lost and confused and sad and you never leave it and that's the game and it's just like fuck yeah i <sighs> It's it's not a game I could recommend to anybody because it's like you gotta be in a
1: in a in a good mindset to play. That's why I waited so long to play it because I was like, like every time I opened Steam, I was like, no, not today. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a fair it's a fair point. But um, I mean, this is my kind of media. I like things that hurt me. Um, <laughs> I get that. I I'm
0: very particular about what games I let hurt me or what media I let hurt me. You gotta earn it. And this game in such a short amount of time did earn it because it was so uh, pardon the pun, earnest in its, in its uh, narrative. It was just like, hey man, like, I don't know anything other than my own personal experience and here it is. And it's like, you know what? Fucking respect. Thank you for not trying to paint everything as black and white and just being like, here's what I went through. Yeah. and my, like That's the only thing that, to get metaphysical with it the only thing we can do is share our own experiences and
1: hope that other people might relate in some piece you know yeah and i'm i'm really grateful that you recommended this to me i'm really grateful that i played it and again i think that just by just by making you like forcing you the game will not progress unless you you walk around and interact with these things as as they need to be done Mm. like it's, and it, it
0: it pushes you to specific actions where you are you can't progress unless you do things that you don't want to do, that the character doesn't want to do, but you're forced to do them and you, you feel you feel gross playing it. You yeah. feel like I don't wanna be a part of this, but it's like it's almost like this is the hard part and it would be a disservice to stop now. I need to yeah. keep going to see where this leads where you're what you're trying to tell me yeah
1: like you'll get you'll get approached by people and there's like dialogue options and there is you have no idea what the right thing to say is in, yeah. in any scenario and that's exactly what that experience would have been like right it's so it just blindsides you it, in every possible it's, way it's super disarming and i i can see this ending up very high on my like year end list Yeah, I don't even remember what year this came out. I feel like it's fairly new when I This came out this year, right?
0: I don't know if it did. It uh, came out last year. No, it came out this year. 2022.
1: 2023.
0: It says 2022 on my website.
1: Uh, Oh, I guess that means that it came out like as a a project. It was a web browser game originally. Okay, well it came out on Steam this year, so I'm counting
0: that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It was actually originally released and Here's a fun fact for you that makes your, your thing very funny. Um, it was originally released as a homebrew Game Boy emulation for the Nintendo 3DS.
1: Yes, I,
0: I, do, I do remember
1: reading that.
0: And I think that's just fucking sick. Oh yeah, here it is I, I, from the review from a uh, reviewer on Backlogged, uh, Nova Brightstar, uh, completed... And their review is depressing (laughs) and I was just like alright nice
1: yeah I mean we can joke and laugh about this uh, you know the reviews being like that but yeah this sincerely amazing amazing game um, short anything but sweet Mm. it's very very difficult to stomach but that's kind of the point I think everyone should play it
0: yeah it's it's the kind of game where like it was never going to get mainstream appeal it's the kind of thing where it needs to get passed around via word of mouth yeah in small circles and hopefully the more people that see it the better i think yeah and Um, that's
1: fine i I... (sighs) yeah it's niche but so fucking what all my favorite stuff is niche all the cool stuff is niche
0: and everybody knows that yeah fuck the beatles ah see we've i think we've come full circle it's now cool to like the beatles again it is they're niche again
1: and i'm i'm Um, still i'm still they're not niche fuck you (laughs) they're kind of niche it's still no because we're still in like a generation where you know uh people's parents are like oh well the beatles you gotta listen to the beatles and then right and then the kids get turned on to the beatles i think the next generation will be the first truly like disconnected uh maybe maybe i, I don't know well, I, it completely they, depends on if this generation accepts or rejects the beatles as a whole if they keep making fucking documentaries about the beatles maybe they or they like, make movies about the beatles getting deleteles yeah or making uh wait what what was that oh the yesterday where everybody the only one I, was gig. it uh,
0: I wasn't sure if that's what you were referring to, but I was, just ab- I was just about to reference it, and I was like, wait, is that what you meant? But also, like, that movie was so fucking dumb. I yes. wanted to watch it,
1: and then I saw, like, what actually happens in it, and it's just like, oh no. I didn't watch it on principle, because in the uh, reality where the Beatles didn't exist, they uh, replaced them with Ed Sheeran, and I wasn't yeah. willing to indulge in anything that believed that. It's also just such a bizarre concept to be like, okay...
0: In modern day, the Beatles albums and songs would not just become instant hits because they're the Beatles. It was the time period. It was the people who made them. It was when they happened. It's how they influenced culture. It's just, it just feels like such a like pretentious thing to be like, what if the Beatles never existed? And it's like, I don't mean to be dramatic, but society itself would be fundamentally different
1: you know yeah yeah we're still we're still pop, pop dealing culture. with like yeah. the fallout yeah yeah because you have like some of the biggest artists of this generation you know people like Frank Ocean are still citing the Beatles as an incredibly important influence to them so entire genres wouldn't exist without the Beatles entire like and i don't know about it's that less of,
0: no but but genuinely the the i mean heavy metal was born out of Helter Skelter, was it not? I
1: I know many people that would debate you on that.
0: And I believe them. But the idea is you talked about the mainstream, and the Beatles brought so many things into the mainstream that their influence can't be denied. I Regardless know. of if you think they invented anything. They didn't invent anything.
1: They were the Elon Musk of music, man. They well, um they also killed Jimi Hendrix, which I'm not a fan of, but it's fine. What? Who's your favorite Beatle?
0: <laughs> uh, Jean-Paul. The one that didn't kill Jimi Hendrix. What's
1: the, what's the fucking, uh, what's the fucking, there's like a Tumblr post and they're like, uh, it, it it's actually one guy named Jean-Paul Georges Ringo, and he, he only plays Hell the yeah. cigarette. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, they are, um, I don't want to make a, like, a statement that, like, all white guys look alike, but, like, if they didn't get the th- the four most closely resembling white guys possible,
1: it's kind of crazy. I really just i uh, i i hate their fucking stupid hair. Coconut. Mary, Mary, fuck kill John, Paul, and George. Uh, kill John. Yeah, Mary, George. You would. What's left? Paul. <laughs> oh uh sure i can fuck with paul yeah but I, I you know you know you know about their circle jerk sessions right yeah 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 yeah. and the not lsd yeah they were interesting huh
0: they made some good music though i, think I don't it's crazy i don't think-
1: that there's entire university courses based around them
0: well it's the same with any popular thing is that people can any any piece of media can be turned into a university course it's just whether or not there's enough people willing to do it i took a tolkien course on his like his history and his books because he essentially reinvigorated the fantasy genre in the modern age and that's pretty important yeah he like defined what
1: the what modern fantasy was
0: yeah but at the same time it's like any piece of media can be dissected to hell and back but it's like do we really need fucking revolution nine take 37 to like analyze what John was thinking about? And it's like, no, no, we don't, but they do it. And that's, what's so fascinating is not what the Beatles are, but what people have made the Beatles into. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, we have so much footage of them. so much recording of them. That is like unbelievably unnecessary. If somebody would try to release like rush, like, Outtakes, it'd be like who fucking cares i don't care and i love rush you know what i mean yeah. so like i it's just a thing of like the beatles are popular enough to have that weight um that they can
1: do whatever you know yeah i i've never understood like I think that you'd kind of hit the nail on the head there. Actually, the the idea, like what people have turned the Beatles into in the in the cultural sphere, whether they whether we're talking about the time where they were the Zeitgeist or not, just mm. the the fact that they were like the monolithic be all end all of not just pop music but music, you know? Yeah. If you if you have
0: to like if you are talking about a band, the band, it's the Beatles,
1: and not the band. Funny enough unfortunately <laughs> which is Chat funny because i really real i really like the band i really like the band Across the great I, divide. that's i know that song that's it's the first song <laughs> on their first episode. fuck <laughs> off man
0: my favorite is the weight i actually i i don't think we've ever talked about this the weight is i think my favorite song of all time what yeah you thought never about it said that uh, yeah, no, but I, I've I've thought about it like very hard, and it's a close contest between that and a couple others. But I think I think the weight
1: is my favorite song of all time, officially. Oh, God, I don't know what my favorite song is. I can't bring anything to the table here. I mean, it's, I don't. I wouldn't contest you. I think that's a good pick.
0: It's just it's it's got a religious aspect. It's humorous. It's serious. It tells. A fascinating story it's very catchy i can sing all the lyrics like it's just a cool song and it makes me happy and i love it i, I love how interpretive it is it's just a good time and hearing like uh, like reading like um interviews where they talk about the song and it's just like yeah we we're
1: just like having fun and it's like dude you guys are so cool yeah i think that that's definitely why i like the band uh to begin with is exactly that that they're they're amazing um musicians and they do everything for the love of music yeah and it's it doesn't get more pure than that you know it's pure man that's why they're the band exactly (laughs) because they're puritans um god i have i have i made a playlist at one point that was um i I called it 100 songs that you need to hear before you die um and all it's it's all like in my own opinion based on things that i've heard there's plenty of music that i haven't heard that i didn't include on here you know because i can't judge that i can't speak to it even though some things are considered really you know culturally significant significant like and I don't even know if I could pick one song off here to call my favorite of all time. Like, there's just, there's See, so much music.
0: I have probably, like, 30 of my favorite songs of all time, but it's just, like, if I had to pick one song where it's just, like, here's the song, I'd just be like, oh, oh, aliens have come down and we need to show them human culture through music? It's like, oh, here's the weight by the band.
1: Well, if you're gonna do it, if you're and gonna define like, it like that, okay. then I don't know what I'm gonna show them. Because, you know... There's a difference between what's the best thing ever and what would you show to aliens? That's two different questions, Freeman. I disagree. I don't... You don't think aliens deserve the best? Okay, okay. So, because... Okay. You heard it her here no, first, Matt. No, does not. We're going to do it now. We have to talk <laughs> about the best versus your favorite.
0: Okay, see, that's, a, that's an entirely different thing. Because I don't... The Weight is not my favorite song. Okay. Okay. It's the best song of mine that's my favorite but it's not my favorite when i think of like my favorite song it's a song that represents me as an individual it represents my personality and what i like and who i am and the weight doesn't represent that it's just a song that i love and is like hey this is a great song that i would consider one of the best you know if i were to be a music critic i would call the weight the best Okay. But if we're talking my favorite song of all time, then we're I'm having some issues.
1: Well, as then I'm sweating. As somebody that has been reviewing music for a very long time now, I I think the line between those two things has become so blurred that, and I that's not to like you know put a bunch of ego on myself and say well if I say this is the best, it's the best. But it's to say put some ego on it, baby. Well, it's to say that I think that it's so it's so irrevocably subjective that there's no point in trying to come up with a best because lean into it yeah exactly so I'm like you know if I had to show aliens a piece of music to represent like the one song it's Mm. probably going to be heroes by Bowie okay because I think that's just it's, it's got the rock grooves it's got the emotion it's got the little bit of shouting at the end it's got love me some shouting. It's got the the backing vote. We could be heroes. You know, it's got it's got it's got a lot in one song, and I do, I don't think it you know it doesn't cover everything, but in terms of uh, if I had to pick the one song to represent music, that's it. Yeah, and see, and that's that's I think that's
0: that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know, because my. I don't think the weight is a good representation of who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't think because it's like if I were the way I was described and like what I was trying to do. Because I remember you told me about your like 100 songs you have to listen to before you die, and I remember you saying you saying that, and I like went to my playlist and was like, if I had to like cut down this playlist to like the songs, Mm -hmm. where like what would I cut? You know, like what are the ones that I really really love. And what I ended up doing was like I like a lot of these songs, but I'm going to get rid of everything that I feel like doesn't represent me as an individual. Yeah. And that made it a very interesting conversation between me and my playlist is like songs that I like and songs that represent me are very very different. Yep. And it created a very different atmosphere for a playlist and I never ended up finishing it because I got so frustrated about what I could and couldn't include. Because it's like, I love this song,
1: but it is so not me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And I, I think I, I gave up again on either of those things. I just, if I like the song, that is it. I I recognize that there are some songs that represent me better than others. Like uh, if I had to pick a song that like really really gets to the core of what I like hearing I would say uh, My Skateboard Will Go On by Anna Maniguchi. I'm not familiar uh, they did the soundtrack for the Scott Pilgrim video game um, okay they, they, it's all bit rock but they have original compositions and they just they play, they play like nobody is watching and I love it I think that there's some songs that just do that. And like, that's not a song that I would, you know, send to all my friends. That's funny. All My Friends by LCD Sound System is a really good one as well. But the, uh, you know, that's not something I would send to everybody and be like, you have to hear this. It's the song of all time. Right. I, I get that. It's a, it's, it's one for me, but conversely yeah. something like heroes by bowie it's like if you haven't heard it what the fuck are you doing
0: right yeah there there are there are songs that speak to me in a like that's how i rate things personally is just like this is for me this artist didn't know i was alive didn't know i was gonna be born but they made this song with me in mind mm-hmm. and that's some songs have me in mind and some are just nice sounding and And that's where i where i made the distinction of like okay this is this one is for me and i think if i had to pick one i really i see as soon as i say it i'm going to regret it but i have it and it's like one of those things where like you know you like you shouldn't second guess it because like if your heart says if you're if you already have one in mind and then you have to think about it, it's like, oh, it's it's what first came to your mind. Like, stop trying to overthink it, it's obviously the first thing that came to your mind, yep. right? Yep, So,
1: stop. It's Hemis... Yep. It's, yep. it's Hemispheres. Yep. <laughs> it's Hemispheres.
0: It's fucking Hemispheres. I like, I love which, hemispheres. R- which Rush song is it, man? It's the one that's the best one. It's such an everything song, It is a. it is a sequel while also being its own standalone thing, it's got so many repeat, like, sections, and like repeated I don't know, I'm not music, I don't know what they're called, but like when Movements. there's a like a No, it's like when there's a a, a a sound or like a like a melody that gets played during different sections to represent different things oh, like, and you hear it again. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's like you would hear like the the overture and it has all of these beautiful sounds, and then you hear them in pieces throughout the song, and it's like, oh, and then when you listen to the overture again from the beginning, you're like, this is a cacophony of all of the characters together and all of the things happening to introduce you to them so that they're familiar to you mm. later on in the song. And it's 18 minutes of just rockin' good times, and I goddamn love it. And then, it, and then you get into, it is a sci-fi, fantasy, Greek tragedy, myth Fun
1: silly thing yeah I and what um, else could you do? I, I won't contest you there because i I definitely need to go back to hemispheres because i I liked it when I listened to it last,
0: but um yeah, I remember i like I think probably during the first or second podcast, you're like, oh yeah, I started listening to it and then and then we and then I showed up, and it's like shit what do you think? <laughs> and you were like, i haven't listened to it also, so I don't know yet, and now I know that
1: you've listened to it all the way, but I don't know what your opinion is because it's been too yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. So it's been- <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. So I guess I'll, that's my homework for next episode. Um, and uh, we'll try to, I guess I'll try to finish Outer Wilds um, and maybe I'll come back and I'll be like, dude, oh, fuck, oh, dude.
0: See, what I was hoping we'd be able to do and m- maybe, okay, probably not next podcast, maybe the one after that, I'd love to do a chapter by chapter sort of uh review or or reflection uh, of Mother Three, because ladies and gentlemen, we've got him. I finally got Matt to start playing Mother Three.: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and we've we've made it like maybe like three percent in.: Yeah, well, for chapter one, we're like almost halfway there. We're literally like where we saved for 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 reference matt we're like right at the mini boss yes so we're like you you save right before the like where the checkpoint was for the mini boss and it's like okay so we're we're literally halfway through the first chapter and it's like fucking god damn it i want to talk about this game but nothing's happened yet like things have happened but like the things we'll get to talk about we'll, haven't happened we'll get
1: yet. the voice cast together and we'll get through more of it you have my word Um, especially because I really the the people who were busy are less busy now yeah
0: but I really really want to like do like like a like a like an end note on each podcast for whenever we you finish each chapter Oh, that's cute is each because each chapter is its own um, beast essentially and so like I would want to see your perspective of like okay here is what here's the story so far where do you think it's going how did you feel about what was presented to you like theories of what's like uh, like anything that you gained from it and I'm, I'm, I'm just like man there's, there's so many
1: things yeah I mother 3 is the hemisphere of video games alright next time on Exitainers we're gonna do whatever yeah. he just said goodbye we never introduced this show did we oh we did you weren't paying attention
0: yeah that sounds better <gasps> Why? me exit. you let me exit.
1: you let me
0: exit. 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 exit.
1: exit.